This week has been a lot about coming to terms with quite a few things in my own life that don't seem to be working out at the moment. And it really isn't about the details of any of those things because, as I always say, and I don't think I'm the first one that said this, that's just the story. That's just, you know, that's just what I, uh, that's how I interpret what is actually going on. And I know that any time that I am trying to provide a narrative or some sort of interpretation for how things, in this case, with I, I, did, I guess I would say, quote-unquote, not working out, uh, that really just leads me further away from really being in touch with what is actually really going on. And what I have found is that right now, it uh, not only does it feel like this in my own life in several in several aspects, but I'm also noticing in the community around me where I live, the uh, the country where I find myself, and in the world is in terms of what I am hearing in the news, uh, that it is certainly feeling a lot like things are not working out all over, so to speak. And that there again, that's just that's just my interpretation of this. And so I, I didn't even realize until I said that, I didn't even know I was going to say that, that that is really, in terms of mindfulness, the most important thing I feel like I can say about all of this is that the whole idea of me saying the phrase, things aren't working out, that suddenly it, it, it implies, first of all, suddenly it, 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 it is something that I am interpreting and it is, it is just something that I am seeing through a particular lens. And then it also implies that I have some sort of preconceived notions or expectations or even hopes. And not that there's anything wrong with having hope. Not that there's anything wrong with wanting things to work out. I think generally it's nice when they do. But so often in life they don't quite work out the way that we had hoped or expected or the way we dreamed that they would. And I find that the news in this case is not necessarily bad. And that's only if I choose to see this for what it is. And it is really, and this is where mindfulness practice comes in and mindful coping practice come in, is that I I have to be, I don't have to be, but I want to be aware of what my mind is doing. What am I thinking? In other words, if I have any sort of model in my head for the way things should go and how things should unfold, and and if I have some sort of vision for the way that I think this should all happen, and, and, and I realize I can put a lot of effort into this. I can put a lot of time and a lot of energy into envisioning a certain outcome of, you know, if I do this, this will happen, and then this will happen, and I hope that this will happen. And before long, I can find myself without realizing it, because if I'm not aware that this is all nothing more than thought, and that really is the most important point I want to make this morning, is that while I realize it, it, that it does not feel good for things to not work out, and my heart goes out to anyone who is struggling right now with things not going the way that they had hoped or dreamed or wanted to go, uh, or if it just feels like things are not going well at all, even if this it, it may have nothing to do with hopes or dreams or expectations. 
I know a lot of people right now, and I know myself included, are really looking at and experiencing and looking at the prospect of things economically not working out the way that they once did. Uh, Just in terms of day-to-day life, feeling a certain way or being a certain way is not really what it, it is getting to the point that a lot of those things are starting to shift. And I don't necessarily want to go into all the details of that because that's really outside of the purview of, uh, of the lens in which I am looking at this through. But what it really comes down to for me and what I've shared with so many people is that this is all really about my, my life and how I see it and how I feel like it is going or how I think I, I should say how I think that it is going has everything to do with what is going on in my mind, how I am, what it is that I'm thinking about what I'm experiencing. And if I'm feeling things in my body and my body and mind are connected, if I'm feeling fear, and I've certainly felt quite a bit of that and quite a bit more of that than I have in quite a long time and anxiety and uncertainty and not knowing what is, you know, not knowing what to expect next. And in some cases, not really knowing what is the way forward. There are certain things I know in my own life right now where I am really trying to figure out what is the next step. And I have found for me, and without getting too overly metaphysical, that I can try to think my way out of being in this position. I can try so hard to rationally figure out and logistically figure out what is the next step. And I'm not saying that I shouldn't do that or that anyone else shouldn't do that. But I also know that it is very easy during times like this when it kind of feels like the rug is being pulled out from under us, so to speak. Uh, and there again, that's just a thought. I'm not saying that that's necessarily what is happening, but it's it's very easy to get wrapped up in. And I'm, and I'm, not, and I'm noticing that I'm coming up with a lot of these euphemisms for what it feels like when things are shifting and when things are changing and when things are unclear and it's a little, you know, the vision is a little bit cloudy and there is some confusion and there is just a general sense of unease. And for some people, it may even be more intense than that. I've certainly had my moments this week where I really was dealing with things on an emotional level and was only able to be aware of that and that and things were actually processing and and at the end of the day I know that a lot of people that I have worked with in terms of of holistic healing and over you know holistic wellness would basically say that these really bad feelings are this is healing this is part of the process of that and while that is outside of my area of expertise what I find is how you know how do I connect mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice to my own healing how does that what does that look like and i'm finding that this week i have realized more than ever how important it is to be open to healing and what i what i have learned from people who whom i trust and who have years of experience practicing these modalities and working with people and teaching people and healing people. And I shouldn't say healing people, but at least enabling them to, because I think that's the mo- one of the most important lessons I've learned about that is so much of the healing comes from within that 
I have to be an active, willing participant in order to do that. And I know that in terms of mindfulness, I have the only way I can really be open to healing is if I stop believing everything I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. And I have to be willing to let go of the narratives that I am clinging to about who I am and what's happening to me and where I'm going, where I'm headed, and what I think is going to happen. It's very normal and natural to think this way because we are certainly wired this way, uh, neurally speaking. But it doesn't mean that this is what I have to do. It doesn't mean that I have to necessarily put all of my eggs in this basket, so to speak. And so what I found is is that, and I can't necessarily rewrite the the quote-unquote software for what makes my mind and my, uh, my nervous system work. I can't do that, but what I can do is I can train myself to respond to it in a different way. And that's ultimately really at a deep level what mindfulness practice really is. That's, in, that's really what I find where the rubber really meets the road is, is that I'm training myself I'm not trying to stop the thoughts. I'm not, there's no way for me to, re, you know, to, to rewire myself, so to speak. And I certainly don't want to put myself on the treadmill of some sort of a, yet another self-improvement program where I try so hard to not think and not react internally that all I'm doing is going through life uh, with what the term I've heard before is white knuckling. You know, I'm holding on so hard, holding on so tightly trying so hard not to think and not to believe what I'm thinking and uh, not to react internally that I almost really become just the person that's trying not to think and react internally. And I become the guy that's, you know, essentially trying not to think about everything that I'm feeling inside. And so I don't want to do that either. I know that's not the way forward. I've tried that so many times and it's, it at least for me, it does not work. So Yet looking at another week coming up where I don't have a lot of the answers. I don't necessarily know. I have some things that are coming up in my consciousness that I feel like, you know, I don't know if they will work or not to uh, to try to find a way forward. But I don't want to go into this next week clinging to this identity of someone who is on this rough sea, so to speak, and getting tossed around in the waves of things not working out and not knowing what to do next. Uh, what I'm finding is that knowing what to do next is, is there, there, it doesn't go away completely. What I'm finding is knowing what to do next for me, at least looks more like being willing to listen, being willing to be patient, being willing to trust. Am I going to take action this week? Without a doubt, I absolutely will. But what I want to do is I don't want to take any action from coming from a place of insecurity, coming from a place of vulnerability where it's all defensive action. I'm just, any action that I take is just me trying to protect myself. I've done, I've been there, I've done that. And I have, you know, as they say, the old saying, I have a closet full of t-shirts. Been there, done that, have the closet full of t-shirts. But and it doesn't work, at least for me. And so what I have opened myself up to and what I have worked with other people on and shared with other people is that during times when it feels like things aren't working out, I, I first want to remember, most importantly, that that's just a thought. That's just a notion. 
And I realized that, you know, physically speaking in the, in where I find myself, I may be experiencing things going or the outcome of things not being what I had hoped or dreamed of or expected. And what I found is that, yes, I'm not in denial that things are not going well. Sometimes things are not going well. And there have certainly been, there's certainly been hurt and some pain and some disappointment and some grieving over things that are, are, are not going, are going to be no more, uh, after this past week. And, uh, and I don't want to deny that, that I'm grieving. I don't want to deny that there is disappointment. Uh, I want to let myself feel those things and mindfulness practice really allows me to be able to do that because of the fact that I don't, I, at least if I'm, if I'm at least paying attention to what I'm thinking and I'm paying attention to how I'm reacting to feeling these things that don't feel, that don't feel good and don't feel great, that at least I can be aware of the fact that this is what I'm going through right now. And so anything that I think, if I am already aware that I am emotionally, uh, a little bit raw, so to speak, if I'm feeling, you know, if I'm feeling some pain, emotionally speaking, or even physically for that matter, that I can already be aware that that's going on. And while I'm being compassionate towards myself and giving myself a break, so to speak, and giving myself some room to heal and, and, uh, and, and process these things that I want to be able to pay attention to my mind. Part of what allows me to heal is keeping an eye on the store, so to speak. And in this case, that is keeping an eye on my mind and realizing that I may be thinking things as a result of going through this healing process and letting some of these things go. That some of the things that I may think, I don't want to set up expectations. I don't want to necessarily talk myself into thinking things that are not going to help me at all and not going to help me heal. But I do want to be aware of the fact that I could be susceptible to that and there's nothing to brace against. There's nothing to, uh, to try not to do. It's just a matter of being aware that my thinking, in some cases is going to lead me further away from healing. It's going to lead me further away from where it's all really happening, which is right here, right now. Uh, my thinking could very well lead me to a place where I am not really aware of what's going on because I've already created this other alternate alternate reality in my head, and I certainly don't want to do that. And if I can just allow myself to be grounded in the here and now, and I had a, a uh, someone I don't think, and I don't think it was even anyone who was a teacher, and it didn't really matter. Someone actually one time said something to me that really hit that really hit me and really impacted me in a certain way. And that is, you know, when you're finding yourself in emotional turmoil, just simply look down at your feet and see where your feet are planted. And it's a, uh, it's a physical way of getting connected with where we are in the present moment. And I find it, I find it to be incredibly effective. And in some ways in of itself is a form of meditation, just literally looking down, seeing where my feet are, seeing where I'm planted for the moment and just being there and taking a few minutes and taking a breath in, breathing in and breathing out and just being wherever it is I find myself. And if I find myself in a place where I don't have any answers, where I'm confused, I don't know what's next. I don't even know to even, I can't even guess at what is next that I can at least be here now. And I can at least 
be willing to try to be the best self that I can possibly be, that I can be kind and gentle as kind and gentle as possible to myself, to others, and to remember that this isn't just about things not working out for me, that this isn't just about me. This is, you know, we're all connected and I know that I can be much more likely to be there for other people even during a time when I am finding that things are not working out in some areas of my life right at the moment and that I don't really know what's next, that I can at least be of service in some way to other people because I know at the end of the day, I am just one part of something that is much greater. And I know that I can certainly be more, it'd be much more likely to be helpful and to be cooperative and to be loving and to also cut myself a break and also to, to give others a break as well when I can, can realize that they may be going through the same thing or something very similar to what I'm going through and that I don't necessarily have to be hard on myself or hard on them that I can actually remember that it's, it's tough for, things are tough for a lot of us right now and mindfulness practice certainly has helped me to be able to be more aware of all these things that are going on, not just what I'm thinking, not just what I'm feeling, but also to be more aware of where others are. And while I don't want to get in the business of trying to guess what's going on with them or try to project what I think they're going through, I'm much more likely to be able to be with other people and to be a conduit in some way, if that's what's meant to be, for other people to be able to be here as well and to be more at peace that if I, if I can't do that, then I certainly can't expect anyone else that's around me to do so as well. And as I go into this week, what I really want to do is I really want to be able to be here. I want to be present. I want to be in the middle of life where it's all happening while it's all happening, because I know that's ultimately the best thing that I can do for myself and for others is to show up and to be here and to do the best that I can do. And even if I'm feeling a little bit uh, off center, even if I am not really sure exactly what the way forward is, and I don't, and I, and I don't want to go into this week just flailing and just you know do, taking action for the sake of taking action. What I want to do is really get in sync with what is going on and, and be able to see what the rhythm is and do my part. And I know that I can only do that if I am willing to pay attention to what I'm thinking and how I'm reacting to what's going on around me. And if I'm going to get in sync with everyone and with everything that's going on, I know that I can't be carried away with my own thoughts and really be so bought into my own take on things that I really can't necessarily be here and experience what's really happening. And so what I would say as I, as, I, uh, as I wrap this up is that sometimes, you know, things not working out doesn't necessarily always have to be, it doesn't have to be something that, uh, that I can't find anything good in. There are times when I find that I can. There are lessons I can learn and I can just be tuned in to what's next, even if I don't know what's next. And it may very well be that I'm not supposed to know until I'm, until I'm supposed to know. And that's really where it's at. And I found that being in the present moment, being plugged into that, no matter how it feels, even if I don't necessarily like how it feels, 
I know that I really can't be tuned in and know what's next unless I'm here. That's got, that's what I'm finding is the most important thing is I have, I have to show up and be here in the present moment where it's all happening in order to know what's next, even if it doesn't feel good. And the practice really has enabled me and has enabled so many people that I have spoken with and worked with to get more comfortable being uncomfortable. I wish that clearly no one had to be uncomfortable. Um, I did, and I certainly wouldn't want to have to be uncomfortable unless, you know, unless that's the case that I have to be is that if that's part of the process, but I want to be more open to it and mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice have certainly helped with that.